Welcome to the Finally Flourished podcast, where we talk all things health, fitness, and how to finally flourish into your best self. I'm your host, Alex Ward. Now let's jump in. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Finally Flourished podcast. I'm your host, Alex Ward. Today we have kind of like our reoccurring guest on the podcast, which I love, Um, but we have Coach Avery. Avery, how are you? I'm good. Happy to be here as always. Yay, 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 yay. I think I told you guys um, in one of our, a few episodes ago about how I like sent the whole like list of podcast ideas to Avery and Marina and Avery literally responded with like 10 different episodes that she wanted to be on. And I was like, yes, I love this. I love this. So that's why she's been on the, uh, on like the podcast so much, which has been so awesome. <laughs> I love it. Honestly, like last week I filmed an episode by myself and I was like, this is so lonely and so sad. Like I'm just talking to myself, which is yes. so like unnatural. Um, but yeah, I, I love having you on the podcast. So thank you for always wanting yeah. to come on here and sharing the knowledge. Um, so today's episode is actually a really fun one. I've been excited about recording this one. Um, this one was actually kind of recommended by one of our current clients that we work with. And so we wrote it down and now we're kind of running with it, but we're going to be kind of going over macro-friendly hacks, um, tips for tracking, kind of like our favorite staples or meals. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a really, really fun episode, especially if you are wanting to get in, get into tracking your macros or, um, I don't know, maybe you're already starting and you just need a little bit of inspiration or help when it comes to being successful in that. So really freaking excited about today's episode. So what we're going to kick this off with is tips for tracking. So do you want to kind of kick things off with that, Avery? Yes. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> we were just talking about this in our, we just had our coaches meeting and, um, I think by far the number one thing, especially if you're new to tracking, especially if you're just getting like macros assigned to you from a coach or you're just setting them yourself is to pre-track your food. So all that means pretty much exactly what it sounds like. So just tracking ahead of time, um, either like at the beginning of the day. So let's say you just woke up just tracking all your food for that day. Or I like to do it at night, like the night before, just because I feel like I have a little bit more time on my hands. So just kind of planning out exactly what you're going to have and taking a look at your macros. If you haven't hit your macros, going back, tweaking things, adjusting portion sizes, maybe adding in like some different things or adjusting. And something that I always tell people with pre-tracking is that it's not set in stone because I think sometimes people, at least some of the kind of pushback that I've gotten from clients about why they're not pre-tracking is because they'll tell me like, oh, you know, I'll pre-track my food. And then when it comes time to eat, I don't feel like eating that thing. And I'm like, okay, so that's totally fine. If you pre-track, just know that it's not set in stone. You can always switch it. Um, You can always readjust. Um, It's obviously going to take a little bit more thought if you do that, because you'll have to kind of go and tweak some things. Um, But even just the practice of doing it is really helpful because then you're like, okay, this is what a day would look like of me hitting my macros. For sure. Yeah. That was actually the next thing I was going to say, kind of going off of pre-tracking is practicing. Yeah. Um, Especially as a beginner, when you're tracking macros, like if you've never done this before, like it is going to feel totally unnatural. Like you've never done anything like it. Maybe you've never even tracked like your calories before. And so, um, just like anything in life, you guys, like it's going to be hard and confusing at first because you have no clue what you're doing. But again, just like anything in life, the more consistently that you do something, 
the better you're going to get, the more natural it is going to come. And like, I promise you, if this is something you stay consistent with, and we tell this to all of our clients too, you're, it's going to become second nature. Like I literally on that meeting with Avery Marino was just saying like, I, it literally used to take me like 30 minutes to pre-track my day of food because I didn't really know what things were what and it, it just was kind of time consuming because you know you're pairing things together I also didn't have a coach myself so I didn't have that like support of like yeah. here you know some ideas but now I could go in the kitchen and pre-track my whole day in like two minutes because it's yeah. so second nature I know exactly you know what foods I should pair together for specific things I've learned so much about nutrition in general and in different foods in general so it's so much easier but that's because I've had three years of experience tracking food so now it's so freaking easy um so I love how you kind of went off with like the practicing but yeah pre-tracking is like the golden rule when it comes to being successful with your macros. I mean, I still pre-track my food to this day because it's just so much easier. You don't have to stress about it, especially if you're busy and you, you know, you go to work and you're so busy throughout the day. Like it's going to be so hard to try to figure out what your nutrition is as you go when you're just like at work and trying to figure things out. And yeah, pre-tracking is just, it's beautiful thing. Super helpful. Uh, Do you want to go off with another tip for tracking macros? Do you have any other ones? I have like a whole list. Um, I think that, well, what's one of your other ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a big one, which this is one you do, and I I aspire to be like you a little bit on this one, but it's kind of just being prepared. So having meal prepped or having groceries in the house, that's a big, big part of being successful yeah. tracking macros. If you have no food at your house, it's gonna be so freaking hard to hit your macros. Yeah. It's funny because you're saying like, this is something I do. I'm like, it, it, to me, it's just, like you said, it's, it's really just second nature at this point. But yeah, I mean, that's, it kind of sounds obvious, right? Like if you don't have food that's gonna help you hit your macros, then you're not gonna hit your macros. But you know, that food that you need isn't just going to magically appear in your fridge or your pantry. Yeah. Like you have to go out and get it. And I think that another thing with being prepared is like writing, writing a grocery list. Um, that's something that I also tell clients like, and if, again, if you're, especially if you're new to mac- to tracking macros, like splitting up your grocery, grocery list and having like, okay, these are all the protein sources I'm going to get this week. I'm going to have chicken. I'm going to get egg whites, Greek yogurt, whatever for carbs, I'm going to get some rice, I'm going to get some potatoes, whatever you want. Um, and then fat is typically the easiest to hit. In my opinion, I think for most of my clients, just because there's fat in a lot of things or like sauces and condiments and oils and things that you cook with. So kind of breaking it up in that way so that you know, like, okay, I have my staple protein sources. I have my, my carbs. I have like some, some fat sources, things like that. Um, so that you're actually walking into the grocery store knowing that what you're getting is actually going to help you hit your macros. Oh yeah, no, definitely. And going off of that too, is like having something I had written down on here was, you know, I wrote have easy fillers on hand for each macro. You literally just said that, but like having easy grab and go fillers as well, especially Mm -hmm. if you are busy and you know, maybe you have a day where you didn't pre-track and you have to kind of adjust accordingly having really quick grab and go things. So protein, maybe having like jerky or a protein shake or something like that, that is really high in protein. If you're low on carbs and you need something, grab and go have freaking fruit snacks or a fruit bar or something like that, or just fruit in general. Um, and like for fats, like you said, that one definitely, I think is the easiest one to hit. But like, if you're low on fats, eat a freaking spoonful of peanut butter. I guarantee you'll hear that fat go really quick. So yeah, having like grab and go things, I think can be really helpful too. I know for myself, like if, especially if I'm going on a road trip or things like that, like it is just so nice to be able to have those things on hand and grab them when I need them. Mm -hmm. 
So another one I have on here is um, switching things up. This is something that I personally like. I see you meal prep, and I know you eat a lot of the same food. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that is so cool. Like, good for you. Because I'm like, I'm boring as hell. <laughs> like, get excited about the same shit every single day, which I think is awesome. Yeah. So I, I personally like. I don't meal prep that often. I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't meal prep that often, or if I do, I choose things that I can easily morph into other things. So like, maybe batching a whole thing of chicken and like keeping it plain and then maybe adding barbecue sauce to it or pesto right, to it right, right, right. or things like that. But yeah, being, being able to switch things up if you are kind of bored of the same things, because I, I know for me, like if I'm tracking the same food or I meal prep the same thing for every single day, like by day two or day three, I'm like, wow, like I really don't want to eat this. Um, and then it's so easy to be like, well, I'm just not going to eat this. and I'm going to go grab McDonald's or something like that. And then boom, I, I fell off track of, you know, not, not within my macros anymore. Um, so something that I have on here is switching things up. So if you get bored of the same foods, maybe you switch up the grocery stores that you're shopping at. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. Like I bounce between like Trader Joe's and like Whole Foods and Walmart. And I like, I, I switch it up all the time. Um, Avery's ride or die Trader Joe's. <laughs> so Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, I love Trader Joe's. Yeah. Like uh, literally under macro hacks, I just have Trader Joe's and, and like all Trader that. Joe's. Just, that's where you'll find everything you need. <laughs> I feel bad for all of our Canadian babes who are listening because they don't have Trader Joe's. And just I come like, to the U.S. and get yeah. it. And drive back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, maybe switching up the grocery store, looking up things on Pinterest, new recipes, something that you can look up if you're looking for macro friendly stuff is obviously macro friendly recipes. Another thing you can search is if it fits your macros, that's definitely something that will pull up a lot of uh, recipes as well. Um, something that I actually bought my mom is a macro cookbook on yeah. Amazon. It was like yeah. $8 and it's huge, fat, like full of pages of macro friendly recipes, which is super, super awesome, especially if you get bored of things easily. Um, something that our clients have a huge benefit from is our group chat. You know, if they get yeah. bored of the foods that they're eating, just ask, ask the group chat because they'll, they'll yeah. respond with tons of different ideas. So that's a big one that I had on here too, is kind of not being afraid to switch things up and go out of the norm if you're getting kind of bored. Yeah. And I think going off of that, like, I think a lot of people get caught up in this idea of, of meal prep of, I don't know, I have this image in my mind of like, when you search, when you Google search meal prep, all these uh, Tupperware with like rice chicken, broccoli, like super boring, which there's nothing wrong with that. Again, I'm boring. I eat the same thing all the time, but, but I think that a lot of people like want that variety and you know, it is, it is really important if you're, if you're trying to be consistent, you're getting bored and then you're going to McDonald's, like you said. So I think that shifting your mindset, if it's helpful for you, shifting your mindset away from meal prep and exact, pretty much exactly what you said and doing more of like food prep. So like having a big batch of whatever your protein is, having a big batch of veg veggies and then, you know, okay, let's say you have some ground turkey prep, like I'll have it in a rice bowl. You could put it in tacos. You could have it with pasta. Like you could do a stir fry. So like, just because you have all that turkey prep doesn't mean you have to have it with rice and, and veggies every day. Like you can switch it up and you can use it in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that just instead of thinking about, okay, I'm going to have the same exact thing for lunch every day, like me, yeah. <laughs> if that works for you, great. Yeah. Um, if not, like switching it up and, and using that, like getting creative and using that in different ways is really helpful. Yeah. Um, and I always tell clients too, like, you know, and they're like, I don't know what to eat. I'm like, what do you like? Like, yeah. what are the things that you genuinely like? Cause this whole thing is this whole flexible dieting thing. It's not about, oh, you have to cut this out or you can't eat this or you should eat this. It's like, 
I literally would tell people, get a piece of paper, go on your phone, on your notes, and just literally write out like, what are the, what are the, you know, if you eat meat, what are the meats that you like? Yeah. What are the vegetables that you like? What are the starches that you like? Like, what kind of sides do you like? Okay, yeah. great. Like, you pick and choose some. That's your grocery list. There you go. You're done. So true. Nice. Now, literally, I think we're on the same wave, wavelength because that was like literally the next thing I was going to say was eat foods that you actually enjoy. Because if you're right. eating a bunch of stuff that you hate, you are not going to stick with it. I promise you, you're not. You're going to be like, this sucks. I hate this. I hate everything about it. So that, like you said, that's such a beautiful thing about flexible dieting is you do get to literally figure out like, Hey, this is, this is how I eat, but I'm actually still incorporating all of the things that I love. Something that I think is so easy to, and especially as we kind of dive into like different hacks, like the hacks yeah. are like ways you can alter foods that you like to like maybe make them a little bit more macro-friendly, but you don't have to do that. Like I hate no. up ice cream. Like I, if you will not catch me eating, no. can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. You're a little but yeah like I hate halo top ice cream if if there's halo top ice cream in Ben and Jerry's 13 oh, yeah. times out of 10 I'm picking Ben and Jerry's like not a doubt in my mind and I'm gonna make it work because like that truly is something I look forward to it's something that I like and you don't have to always go for like the quote-unquote healthy alternative to things like right the beauty of tracking macros is you still get to eat the foods that you love like you really do um, but I love how you said that. It's like, you're totally on the same wavelength. Um, another big one, which kind of, we already talked about a little bit in terms of like being prepared, but like, if you are going out to eat, I can't tell you how many times I get on calls with women who are like, well, I don't know if I can track food because like we eat out all the time or like, we're always on the go. So like we grab fast food all the time and things like that. It's like, that's, you can still be successful with flexible dieting. You just need to plan ahead mm -hmm. and kind of yeah, exactly. adjust accordingly your whole day based upon whatever you're going to eat. And so that's a, again, pre-tracking your food. If you know that you're going to be going out for dinner that night and you still want to stay within your macros, look up the menu online, figure out what you're going to order, and then track the rest of your day with what you have left over. Yeah. And we have, especially for fast food, we have like a fast food guide that's on our Facebook group. Um, and fast food is honestly usually pretty easy because they have either in the, in the restaurant or online somewhere, they'll have like the exact calories of like what's in this in this meal how many calories like what the macros are so that's usually pretty easy and even if you're going to a restaurant that doesn't have that like just eyeball it like estimate I tell my clients all the time if you're going out like send me a picture of the menu send me a picture of your food like I will help you eyeball like okay that looks like about this much chicken like yeah. this much rice whatever um I think it you know it might not be as accurate as you putting it on a scale and measuring it to the gram but like that's okay you yeah. know that's fine you know yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. That's something that's so minute. Like don't stress about it not yeah. being perfect. Cause even if the exact thing is on my fitness pal, like I guarantee the, what you're eating is not exactly what right. that is. Like it's going to be different no matter it's what. Um, so yeah, I think that's awesome. I love that you do that with your clients too. I think that's amazing. Um, so the last thing I have on here in terms of like actually successfully hitting your macros is something that we see a lot. I think you actually kind of talked about this on your live that you did yesterday. Um, in the Facebook group, but if you're having a hard time hitting your macros, like maybe you have the pre-tracking down, you got it all down, but maybe like something we see a lot, especially with women that are going through reverse diets is sometimes it's hard to get all of your macros in for the day. Right. Um, so my biggest tip with that is to start early. Like when you wake up, like especially protein, I mean, I know as a coach, you probably could say the same thing, like protein's probably the hardest macronutrient for people to hit. Mm -hmm. So like make sure you're kicking it off like really, you know, with a really good solid breakfast that has a lot of protein, um, it will be easier to kind of figure that out. But 
I think ultimately it just comes down to like getting the repetitions in and like kind of going for it that way. Do you have any other tips that you want to touch on before we kind of dive into the next thing? Yeah. Um, I mean, just going off of that really quick for reverse dieting, um, just choosing foods. I mean, yeah, just choosing foods that are more calorically dense so that you don't, if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, there's no way I can eat this much food. Like I'm super full. Like we don't want you to be uncomfortable. We don't want, you know, we don't want you to feel like you're going to burst. Um, but just choosing those foods that are a little bit higher calorie, which you might not be used to. You might always be the person choosing the low calorie option of, you know, the low carb option, whatever it is, but starting to actually choose those higher calorie foods so that you don't have to eat like a massive quantity of chicken and rice um, and feel super uncomfortable and like super full after. Um, So, you know, the way that you eat and the things that you choose are going to be dependent on what phase of dieting you're in. And, and, you know, the more you, again, the more you go through this and the more that you practice, the more you're going to be like, oh, well, I'm cutting now. So I'm going to choose like some more low calorie options. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like the volume matters, you know, if you're in a deficit, like you want more food. So you're going to choose higher volume foods that are maybe less in calories. So like fruits and veggies and things like that, that you can eat a lot of that have less, you know, less calories. Like a good example of that is like, uh, cause I'm, I'm thinking of, we have like a food swap list that we give our clients so they can kind of use it it just to give them ideas in terms of like, if they need more caloric dense foods, maybe they're going through a reverse diet or they're bulking, or if they need less caloric dense foods, maybe they're in a cut phase and they just need to eat less food, foods that are less in calories. Um, but something that I think of is like, if you're, you know, maybe eating an English muffin and you're having a hard time getting your carbs in freaking switch to a bagel. It's the same size, but it's got a lot more carbs in it than an English muffin does. Um, so yeah, that's just an example of, of that, that kind of way to, to shift your thinking with that. But, um, yeah, I, I think that we've pretty much covered like a lot of the really solid tips. Um, above all else, you guys pre-track your damn food. Like I cannot say it enough. I tell, I kid you not, like I have, I pretty much with, with every client, they'll, they'll come a point where they say to me, they're like, Oh, it really, it'll be in a check-in or something. Like it just, it started clicking. Like I had this light bulb moment where like, it wasn't that hard anymore to hit my macros. Like you don't have to pre-track forever. I typically don't anymore. Like sometimes I will, sometimes I won't. It just kind of depends, but just doing it, especially in the beginning and just realizing like, okay, this is how I hit my macros. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you always have to do it. It's just about practicing getting there. And then you're going to, there's going to come a day and you're going to be like, oh, this actually isn't that hard anymore. Like I can choose things on the fly and readjust if I need to. And it's not really a big deal anymore, but you're not going to get there without practice. So yeah. And I I could pretty easily tell you like the clients that I've worked with who have pre-tracked their food are seeing better results. 10 out of 10. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not rocket science in terms of seeing results. It's just a matter of, like you said, getting the, getting the repetition in and, um, it's going to be so helpful. Like it's so, yeah. helpful. so if you're listening to this and you are wanting to get into macros or you're maybe already tracking macros and having a hard time figuring out pre track your food, wake up in the morning or even the night before yeah. I've had clients on like Sunday night, pre track their whole week. Yeah. So you can do it, whatever works best for you, but track your food before you actually eat anything because that's going to be super, super helpful. So love it, love it, love it. So the next thing I wanted to kind of cover, uh, kind of diving out of tips for tracking and more into like what our staples are, what our favorite meals are, and kind of some more just like macro-friendly hacks when it comes to nutrition in general. Um, So let's kind of kick it off with our like staples, like things that we are ride our dies that we have to have in the house to kind of be successful on our own. Um, Obviously, this is going to look different for every single person, but 
what are some of your like favorite staples to have in the house for mountain um, egg whites like uh, pretty much you guys i go to trader joe's when i leave trader joe's they don't have any egg whites left <laughs> it's just me buying all the egg whites at trader joe's so if you go to trader joe's after me and trying to get egg whites i'm sorry um so yeah i mean i know that some people like think that little cartons of egg whites are gross i actually used to think that too i at this point i don't even care but yeah typically from the carton yeah i'm just straight drinking them. no absolutely not that's disgusting but um no yeah so typically for breakfast i'll have like one egg mixed with egg whites um and i personally don't think i can really, at this point i can't really tell a difference but yeah egg whites are so so helpful like Love egg um, that's definitely a staple um i mean i personally eat meat so like ground turk i'm again my my motto when it comes to food is like it's EFF, which is easy, fast, fire. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, it has, it has to taste good, obviously. But so having, you know, ground turkey, ground chicken, um, like lean ground beef, um, those are really easy staples. Um, protein powder. I mean, I don't, I don't have it. I don't have like a protein shake every day, but it is really helpful, especially if you're kind of like low on food or you haven't prepped anything. Um, I'll add it to oatmeal. I'll add it to, you know, you could add it to, um, Greek yogurt. That's another one. Greek yogurt. I have pretty much every day. Um, those are some of my like top protein things that I kind of like have to have on hand. Um, rice I eat pretty much every day. Super easy. Yeah. Um, Something I want to say about you, Avery, is you are someone too, who I think is really cool. Like you don't skip dessert ever. Like oh. I I have like dessert. Yeah, you have like dessert twice every day, which is so freaking cool. Yeah. Um, so that's like another example of like you guys. You don't have to hate what you're eating, or you don't have to give up desserts or your favorite yeah. drink to like. Like Avery literally eats baked chocolate chip oats, peanut butter on it every single day. Pretty um, much have a chocolate chip cookie every day. Oh, there you go. Straight up, like that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. No, and it's. I think it's so cool though. Like you know, that's just an example of like. You can seriously, and, and you eat it every day and you still look forward to it. I know, yeah. I know it. <laughs> yeah. Which Again, is I'm boring. I'm, and you know, occasionally I'll switch up and be like, oh, you know, I feel like regular oatmeal instead of fake oatmeal. That's pretty much as far as, my, but that's just me, you guys. Like it doesn't, yeah. you know, it doesn't, if it's you need more variety, that's fine. Yeah. For sure. Well, I think it's really cool because that's your perspective. And like my perspective is like, I, I eat something for two days and I'm like, wow, I'm like, right, right. I'm done with this. Um, so it's, it's cool too, because like it flexible dieting works for literally like it could work for anybody. Like it, whether you like to eat the same shit every day or you don't like to eat the same stuff at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you have, you covered a lot of the staples that yeah. I have on my list too. Um, but just going down mine, the number one thing I have on here. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, like I post about it all the time, but it's the fair life, non-fat milk. Like I, yeah. I swear by the Fairlife non-fat milk because it just, the macros on it are so good. It legit tastes like regular milk to me. I add it to my coffee. I'll have mm -hmm. chocolate milk. It's, it's amazing. And it's super high in protein, which is awesome. Like that's, um, that's a big part of like why I start my day off with a lot of protein in the morning is because I add that to my coffee. Um, but I have on here too, like jerky or like protein mm -hmm. sticks. So I love having those in the house. Like I said, I'm someone who I love to have fast grab and go things so that's a good one um i get a lot of my protein through dairy so like low-fat cheeses or cottage cheese or like you know the non-fat greek yogurt so those are things too that um i love 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 to have in the house but in terms of like meat options like you pretty much hit it you know ground turkey chicken you can have any kind of meat like i still eat steak and stuff like that so it's definitely um 
like we said, like you don't have to think like, oh, I have to eat chicken every meal. Like, no. And also just, I think just switching up the, switching up the preparation can be really helpful. So like maybe having some like slow cooking some chicken in your crock pot or, you know, uh, in your air fryer, which I just ordered an air fryer. I'm really excited. Um, I'm excited for you. It's going to change your life. I know. I know. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, maybe having like, instead of like, I don't know, ground tur or ground chicken, like making some meatballs with your ground chicken, something like that. Like just, you can have the same thing and kind of just switch it up in terms of like 100%. the form of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's so true. Last week I did grilled chicken and this week I did shredded chicken. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Or just, or just literally just changing the seasoning also can be a really yeah. easy way to do seasoning. it. That's a big thing. Actually. Yes. Like season your fucking food. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It puts, I put so much seasoning on there. Yeah. It's seasoning is key. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, another staple that I love to have, like getting kind of specific on like a specific food that mm -hmm. I love to have is the Jimmy Dean egg white turkey sausage breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> Avery, when you get an air fryer, put that, ba that baby in the air fryer and mm. oh, freaking good. Um, again, another example of like a grab and go, something that's kind of frozen. I can just heat it up for two minutes, mm -hmm. you know, especially for someone who's like in a rush out the door. Like that's something that's yeah. super helpful. Like you do not have to get crazy fancy and have to fucking make the craziest breakfast yeah. before like work like you can have something fast easy grab and go so those are my staples do you have any other ones that come to mind yeah in terms of like specific staples um i love i'm obsessed with this is another one i go to the store you know how you go to the freezer section they have the little boxes that this, it's like you know if you go to get protein bars and they're in the little box you just grab the whole thing i take the whole thing and i put it in my cart like there are no there are none left when i leave fred Meyer. What is it? What is it? um but the uh, bird's eye veggie pastas, mm -hmm. um, which I feel like you've mentioned on your stories before. Um, so they're basically like frozen pastas that you literally, you take it, it's in the bag, you put it in the microwave for like four or five minutes and you have pasta and it's vet. So it's gluten-free though. The one that I have is like the marinara one. So it's gluten-free and dairy-free. Um, and it has tons of protein, like plant-based protein. So if you are vegan or vegetarian, that's another really good option because it's, I think the pasta is like lentils and chickpeas and things like that. It has a sauce on it already. And I'll just take that, throw some like ground turkey or chicken. Um, and it's a full-blown meal. Yeah, full-blown meal in like five minutes. Literally zero cooking involved. Yeah. Um, so that's a really, that's an awesome staple. Um, what else? I love the... Um, because I'm a big dessert fan. So like the, I think it's, I don't know, it's Yasso. Yeah. 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 You know, the Yasso, Yasso. Um, yeah. Greek yogurt bars. So good. They're a hundred calories, um, five grams of protein. It's pretty much just carbs. But um, again, if you like need a little carb, like a macro filler, um, that's a really good one. And um, yeah, for the sweet tooth, it's right. perfect for that too. Yeah. Yes. Kind of reminds me of like the, my, one of my favorite like things to have dessert wise is like the Trader Joe's mini hold the cones. Yes. Like yeah. The ice cream cones. So good. And, yeah. and one serving is three cones. I'm like, hell yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's, it's funny because like we were just talking about how, you know, when you're cutting, you might want more high volume foods and this and that. And for me, like, you know, I'm, I'm in maintenance. I'm eating, not that you should eat what I'm eating, but I'm eating a decent amount of food, like 2,500 calories. Yeah. And I'm still like, okay, how can I get the most food possible? Okay. Like, how can I have the most high volume food? Yeah. Like I'll get home from the gym at like 7 PM and still have like a thousand plus calories to eat. I'm like, yes, let's go. <laughs> that's a, well that's like kind of a, a kind of going off of like tips for tracking which I know we kind of covered but like 
if you have, like for me personally, if you're listening to this and you maybe live with your significant other or you have somebody who you live with who maybe isn't like very conscious of their nutrition and doesn't really care to be, I like, for example, Charlie, like he wants regular ass dinners and stuff like that, which I'm all, I love it too. So like my most caloric dense meal, 10 out of 10, every single, every single day dinner is my most caloric dense food. So that's the meal I track first. Yeah. I know I'm not going to make any adjustments to this. Like we're going to eat just regular ass shit. Like (laughs) I'm making it sound really appetizing. Um, but we're just going to eat like normal foods and like I track that first and then I'll go the rest, track the rest of my days. That's kind of, that's that's another thing. I think that if you have something where you're like, this is a non-negotiable for me, like Mm -hmm. I need to have my coffee with full fat cream and you know, whatever it is, or I have to have this donut in the morning, like put that in first and, and figure out the rest of your day around it. Like if you, if there's something that's like, I'm not giving this up, which that's the whole point. You don't have to give those foods up. Right. Right. Um, I mean, you can't have a full day of just donuts, but like you can have your donut. If that's something that you're like, this significantly improves the quality of my life, like great. But again, you just have to figure your meal out, your day out around it. Or if you're like, I really want Chipotle tonight, great. Like put, that's all, you know, pretty macro friendly for the most part. Yeah, depending on what you get. And again, easy to track, but um, you know, just just plan your day around it. That's true. Um, and that, another thing that that reminded me of with your, what you're talking about with, you put your dinner in first, like, something that I tell people, especially when they're reverse dieting, like you said, start early and spread your calories out over the day. Um, it's going to be really important because it's a whole lot easier to eat, you know, 2000 calories over 12 hours instead of over six hours. If you're only you start eating at 12 PM versus 9 AM or yeah. yeah. Um, but if you notice that you're someone who like you get the most cravings, you feel kind of have the biggest appetite or you have that sweet tooth at night, like you, it's okay to have a decent amount of food at night. Like I know for myself, like at night, like I, I want that comfort. I want my two desserts. I, you know, I, I want a lot of food. Like that's when I'm kind of at home. I might have more of that like boredom eating, or I'm just like chilling on the couch, watching TV. I I just love food. So like I have a lot of food at night and that's, that's okay. Like I'm still nourishing myself throughout the day. But like, if you know that you're someone who struggles with cravings later in the day, like, you know, yeah. account for that and, and work your day around it. Um, the, uh, another, another really good, like macro friendly snack, especially if you're like a snacky type person, the, um, mini popcorn bags from Orville, they're like these hundred calorie bags. It's pretty much all carbs. There's like a little bit of protein and maybe a little bit of fat, but it's pretty much just carbs. They have kettle corn and popcorn. So if you're like, Oh, I want a movie night snack or something like that great yeah well I was even thinking like um while we're still on the like the topic of like some of our favorite like staples or like Mm -hmm. things um Costco sells these I think they're called just bear chicken nuggets Mm. heat them up in the air fryer and I'll take like the I forget the brand I think it's like Oriella I don't know they're like French frozen french fries and I'll take some of the chicken nuggets and some of those french fries and like especially for any moms that we have listening to this like if you know, mm-hmm. an example of like, you can still eat the same things as your, like your family. Like if you're making chicken nuggets and French fries for your kids for lunch, like that's a very great macro friendly option. Heat it up in your air fryer. And like, it's so good. And like, yeah. I, I don't know, that was just another thing that I was kind of thinking of, but moral of the story, I think in terms of like staples and like things that we like, like it's, it's very important to have things that you truly, truly like mm-hmm. in the house, because that's going to be a big part of 
being successful in hitting your macros and having things that are, you know, easily accessible for you too. So I love that. Yeah. Anything else you want to cover before we dive into like what our favorite kind of overall meals are, which I feel like we've kind of touched on, but. No, I don't think so. I'm sure I'll have other things. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So kind of going in, I just have like three meals written down that like we eat a lot that I love to, to make for dinner. Um, that's something, you know, we, we get clients asking like, Oh, what do you guys usually make for dinner? Things like that. They'll ask the group chat. So I, I wrote down a few of my favorites. We actually have a recipe book that our clients get access to too, that has some like different options and things like that in there. But again, if you're looking for like good meals, look it up on Pinterest, mm-hmm. buy a macro cookbook off Amazon, um, ask other people. I feel like there's a, yeah, there's a, I also think that a lot of times, like if you follow someone on Instagram, like, I don't know if, I feel like maybe you have this. I know on my Instagram, I have this, but like I have on my highlights, like my story highlights, a thing that just says meal ideas where I'll post, you know, I'll save that to my highlight. So, you know, and I'll say, I'll tell my clients, like, go look at that. Like there's a ton of people out there who track macros and who who eat different things and so it's like oh that's a good idea I could make these tacos or just just for just for getting inspiration like from other people who are also conscious of of macros and and track macros so yeah for sure actually two of my favorite accounts that I follow is the number one I love is the flexible dieting lifestyle on Mm -hmm. Instagram he posts you go to his profile and it's like, holy shit, these food, like everything he posts is so freaking good. He lists all the macros. He lists ingredients, exactly how to make it. Super, super helpful. Um, Another one I love is the macro barista and he'll Mm -hmm. post Starbucks macro friendly drinks and things like that. I've gotten a lot of like the things I eat on there or drink on there from his. So those are two accounts that I love, but yeah, I I post things all the time. I do have a highlight. I think it's called macros where Mm -hmm. I've posted like the actual macros of meals. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, following people to to get inspiration or look, or even just like looking up the hashtag, like macro friendly recipes Mm -hmm. on TikTok or Instagram, that can be really helpful too. Um, So what are your favorite, some of your favorite like meals that you eat typically? So one of my like pretty much have this every day. Again, it's really boring. This is like the classic bro meal. But again, I I eat it because I I genuinely enjoy it. Um, but rice, some sort of like usually it's ground turkey, um, but maybe like ground ground beef or ground chicken. But typically it's ground turkey and then some sort of like veggie. Um, so like zucchini, Brussels sprouts are usually my go-to. That is just like for me really easy. Um, the Turkey obviously has seasoning in it and the veggies have seasoning on them. Um, but sometimes I'll add like a sauce or like other seasoning on there. Um, and it's just super easy. Really, I mean, definitely very macro friendly. That's typically what I'll eat before the gym. Cause it's like kind of lower in fat, but, um, yeah, so that's, that's a staple for me. Um, and then another one that I have pretty much every day is frozen berries with, Greek yogurt and some peanut butter powder on top with a little bit of stevia for sweetness. So good. Really high in protein. Again, high protein, very adjustable. I mean, both of those are very adjustable. If you need less protein, you can have less Greek yogurt. If you need more, you can have more. If you need less carbs, more carbs, you can adjust the fruit in there. Um, And just really good for, and that's another really good high volume option. You can have a lot of berries and Greek yogurt for like 200 calories. So yeah, having things that are easily adjustable is like super awesome. Like sandwiches, wraps, smoothies, taco bowls, right? Like rice bowls, anything like that, where you can add as much of whatever specific macronutrient you're looking for into that and Mm -hmm. still have it taste really good. some of my favorite meals, one that I have loved cooking recently is chicken Alfredo. And I'll use like the, the Banza pasta. I don't know if that's how you say it, but it's like I a chicken it's, pasta. Yeah. 
panda. Um, I think it's one chickpea, like there's like a red lentil one, left, but they have different types that are kind of high in protein, which is super nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, chicken Alfredo, so good. I like literally just bake some chicken, cook the noodles, and then mix it all together with Alfredo sauce. Literally fire. I'll even serve it with like broccoli or something like that on the side. Um, another one that I love is Greek chicken wraps with like the Trader Joe's old fashioned lavish bread. I fucking love Alex it. is so much more creative than I am. I, so have, bad. I like uh, Brussels sprouts, turkey and rice. No, I love it. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, called out. But, but like, yeah. that's it. I'm so glad that we have both perspectives on yeah, here. Yeah, no. Love to have the same stuff and some people like to get fancy with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Greek chicken wraps with the Trader Joe's old fashioned lavish bread. One sheet of the lavish bread has 10 grams of protein, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I'll take like the, instead of like traditional tzatziki, which I think is made with like sour cream, I'll yeah. make it with plain non-fat Greek yogurt, cucumber, salt, pepper, mm. I add dill to it. So freaking good. Um, mm -hmm. I'll add hummus in it too. Oh my God. I'm dreaming. I'm like, after this, I'm about to like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's something. And then this one is you guys, you don't have to get complicated. You don't have to have Greek chicken pita wraps with yeah. tzatziki. Like you literally can have a protein, a vegetable, and maybe like some sweet potatoes. So maybe you have like yeah. steak, broccoli, and sweet potatoes. Like that's something we eat all the time. Yeah. Um, grilled chicken with green beans yeah. and diced gold potato. Like yeah. It doesn't have to be complicated at all, and you can still enjoy it. So, yeah. um, love that. So, kind of going off of meals, I would love to kind of dive into hacks. So, like yeah. little tricks that we like to do um, that can, again, be a little bit more macro friendly. Do you have any you want to start with? Um, so I have one that I like, one of my ride or dies that yeah, I go. Okay. Yeah, will inspire me. <laughs> um, I. Okay, so like I love this one so much. I it's so versatile and it's amazing. So I take plain non-fat Greek yogurt and you can literally mix it with anything, you guys. You can mix mm -hmm. it with ranch seasoning and boom, you have ranch. I'm not expecting that. So I was on the sweet, I was on the sweet tooth train, but yeah, keep <laughs> sorry. I was whoa. We're on the savory train over here, but yeah. <laughs> mix it with ranch seasoning. You have high protein ranch, low fat ranch, non-fat ranch, really, because if you're using non-fat Greek yogurt, mix it with hot sauce or sriracha and maybe add in like a little bit of water to make it a little bit more runny add that to a turkey bowl or a taco bowl um again I, you could add taco seasoning or taco sauce now you have like a kind of fiesta sour cream that you can add um or you can just keep it keep it basic add a little bit of lime juice and some salt boom so good like wow. I, <laughs> I love non -fat. I'm just blown right now. <laughs> I know. I remember when I talked about this into our group chat, I remember Marina was like, oh my God, I've gone my whole life and never thought about this. But yeah. you guys, non-fat plain Greek yogurt, you can add it to literally anything. It's high in protein, no fat, so freaking good. Yeah. That's, that's a my really big one, like my, my favorite hack. Probably. Yeah. Um, I feel like getting creative with protein powder, obviously, and, you know, protein powder and supplements in general, like, as best you can stick to whole foods, whole foods, mm -hmm. stick to, you know, I guess you could say real foods in terms of like your protein sources and just things and everything in general, but protein powder, especially if you are vegan or vegetarian, especially if you are new to tracking macros and you're really struggling to hit your protein can be super helpful. I know Alex has protein coffee like every day. So adding it to your coffee can be really easy. Adding it to oatmeal, 
Um, I'll, I, I have like baked oatmeal or oatmeal pretty much every day. So that's yeah. a really easy way to do it. Um, if you want, if you're on the more of the sweet tooth train, like you could add it to some Greek yogurt. Um, I've recently been doing, um, instead of peanut butter. So if you guys are familiar with like powdered peanut butter, where you mix it with water, it's like a lower fat option. I've been doing that with protein powder. Um, so you just literally mix it with some water and you have like a pretty much just like a protein spread. Um, so you can put it on rice cakes or toast, or you could dip apples in it. Um, that's a really easy one. I've never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really, that's a really good, and it's actually like, I don't know. I think it tastes good. Um, so that's an easy one. Um, protein pancakes. You can make waffles. You You can literally add it to anything, add it to a smoothie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. Super versatile. But I, I love how, like you said, you know, like Protein powder is great to have, especially if you're new to tracking. And it's it's really good to have just like if you need it, um, mm-hmm. trying to get your just all of your macronutrients through whole, for, whole food sources first is going to be a big thing in terms of just we, we always talk about like, oh, flexible dieting. You can totally eat whatever you want, which it's, it's so true, mm-hmm. um, but it does kind of come down to a point. And this is something we work on with more of our like advanced clients is like the quality of their nutrition. So many people get stuck in that, like, if it fits your macros mindset. And I know you're super passionate about this, Avery. I know you've talked about it um, in some of, like, your posts before, too. But, like, when it comes down to it, you guys, you are what you eat. Like, if you're just, like, constantly in the mindset of, like, if it fits your macros and not really focusing on, like, the actual quality of your nutrition, you're going to feel it. Like, yeah, maybe you're hitting your macros, but you're you're not going to feel your best. And I think also just realizing, like, there's some days where I'm eating – I'm eating more processed food. I'm eating more of the like protein pancakes, protein that like, which again, it's like Alex said, it's not a bad thing at all. Um, and I think eventually if you're constantly eating that way, like you're probably not going to feel that good. Like you're, you know, maybe going to have some, you're not going to be eating that much fiber. You're not just the macro, the sorry, the micronutrients are just going to be lacking because you're not eating veggies and things like that. So, you know, there's going to be some days where you're just really craving kind of the more like processed foods and more like comfort foods, if you will. And that's fine. And then, you know, realizing that like the majority of your days look more like having veggies and rice and things that are a little bit more nutrient dense. Like that's, and that's fine. Like it's yeah. all about balance. So um, it is. Um, another one I had on here was just like the old fashioned lavish bread from TJ's. I, I talk about this bread all the time. I literally am like passionate about it. Yeah. Um, but something I love about this old fashioned lavish bread, like I said, you could use it for like wraps and sandwiches and stuff like that. Um, but I have even, I use it for pizzas or like cheese bread all the time, which is awesome. Um, but I love it for like making chips. So what yeah. you do is you cut it into strips, spray some olive oil spray, pop it in the air fryer for a few minutes, add some salt and boom, you have tortilla chips that are high in protein. And then you can even dip that in salsa. You could dip it in one of your non-fat Greek yogurt dressings that you created. Yeah. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Um, and then you, you mentioned oats. So like overnight oats yeah. or like baked oats. Another thing you can do with oats is add egg whites to it and pop it in the microwave. So now you have egg whites yeah. in your oats, but you guys, to me, that sounded disgusting when I first heard of it. Adding egg whites to your oats, to this day, Charlie won't try it. And I'm like, dude, it's so good. Just take a freaking bite of it and try it. Especially if you add some like sugar-free maple syrup in it. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's another way you can kind of get. Yeah, oats are fantastic. Yeah, you can, especially if you are struggling with just getting nutrients in, like adding it to a smoothie. 
mm-hmm. which I know sounds kind of weird, like adding oats to your smoothie, but like I, for me, and again, I, I'm just obsessed with the oats in general, but like, you know, adds like a really nice texture to it. You, you can't taste them at all. Um, so that smoothies are honestly so, so awesome. Like such a great way to not only get like a super macro, macro friendly option. That's again, super customizable. Um, but also like throwing some, some spinach in there, throwing like some, you know, chia seeds, getting those micronutrients as well. That, that's another really easy one. And so fast, zero cook. You literally throw shit in a blender, blend it, bam, you're done. Oh, like, and you can mask so many things in it. Like, yeah. like spinach. I, um, one of my good friends, she like posted how she added cucumber and carrots to her yeah. smoothies and like, she doesn't even taste it. I feel like that's also a very good, like kid friendly option too, because if, if your kids are like, I don't want to eat the broccoli or the things like throw a bunch of spinach in there, like they will not taste it. Yeah, no, not at all. And, and something I like to do to kind of like be more prepared for smoothies, especially if that's something, you know, you like to eat every day is I'll out on Sunday, take like all the fruits and the veggies that I want to eat, yeah. cut them all up and then in individual baggies, put it yeah. in. So yeah. like all the fruit and the vegetables that we use for one smoothie in one baggie, freeze them. I have quick grab and go baggies. You throw it in the blender. You can add some Greek yogurt. You can add some protein powder, add some milk, whatever you want to do. Um, and yeah, it, it definitely is a great, great option in terms of really everything, you know, getting yeah. in your micronutrients, getting in your macronutrients, having something that's fast and easy, um, super customizable. So yeah, definitely a good option. That's kind of all of the stuff I had. I had on here too. I literally wrote prep a shit ton of chicken, which we kind of were talking about. <laughs> like we said before just meal preps like having yeah. things that are so easy to grab is such a good and there's there's places that you can buy like pre-prepped things like that already like yeah who has pre pre-prepped cooked chicken breast cut up right. you buy or rotisserie chicken, chicken. Mm-hmm. they have also sorry go ahead no, uh, you're good I was going to say just the last thing in terms of like hacks, which you already said, kind of said this in the beginning of just being prepared, but also having some things in your pantry and in your fridge that are single macro foods. Mm -hmm. So if you are, if you do get to the end of the day and you're like, shit, I have 20, 30 grams of protein left, having something that's just protein. So Greek yogurt, I mean, you could just eat egg whites if, if, if you need to, or a protein shake um, or some jerky or things like that. Or if you're like, shoot, I don't have, I need, 60 grams of carbs, like having some bananas, having some fruit, having some rice cakes, yeah. orange juice. Yeah. Um, I know Alex, I saw the other day on your TikTok where you're like, guys, I made this really good drink. And it was literally just, I was like so excited. And it's literally just milk and um, syrup. syrup. So, okay, there you go. Um, that one, especially with the Fair Life, like I was drinking that for like every single day for a while, like 24 ounces of beer, yeah. that milk and you add two tablespoons of your Hershey chocolate syrup and it's fire and it's got like 30 grams of protein. I was just, I, I thought you were honestly joking at first. I was like, wait, that's it? Like, that's it? But you know, it was a joke. I, I, I definitely know that chocolate milk is the thing. Everybody on that TikTok was like, you're kidding me. Like I literally just wasted my time. Have you never heard of chocolate milk before? <laughs> I'm like, obviously I've heard of chocolate milk before you guys. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, having some single macro things are is really helpful, you know, like just adding, if you're low on fat, adding a little bit of olive oil to your meal, just as like a seasoning on top of like your pasta or your salad or your rice or whatever. Definitely. Something I want to add to is like, sometimes, you know, we are, we do get to the other day and we have like all of this food and like, maybe you're like, wow, like food does not sound appetizing to me right yeah. now, but I still need to hit my macros. Like having liquids, like orange yeah. juice, yeah. having that on hand, having a protein shake or something like that to kind of help you hit whatever specific mm-hmm. macros you have can be really helpful. Um, especially like when, you know, you're at the end of the day and you're just like, wow, I literally can't eat any more food because we know like 
it gets uncomfy. Reverse diets are uncomfy, especially if you're bulking. That can be super, super uncomfortable. So just kind of ultimately being sorry. So sorry. You're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that kind of covers everything I think that I had written out that I wanted to talk about in today's episode. Do you have anything else you want to touch on? I don't think so. It's just, it's funny because when Alex and I were texting about this yesterday, I was like, yeah, this is probably gonna be a pretty quick uh, thing to record, right? And we were like, yeah, I think it'll be pretty quick. And like, I mean, this just goes to show like, there's, you know, there's so much that goes into it. And I think that ultimately, like, everyone is going to be different. Like, that's the beauty of it. So like, all these tips, like take them with a grain of salt. And like, the more you practice, the more you're going to realize like this is what works for me. Um, there's no, there's no right way to do it. And, um, yeah, you got this. 100%. I love it. Um, and obviously I'm going to end this episode with just the fact that like, if, if macros is something that you're really interested in, but like you are, you don't have the knowledge or you need somebody to kind of help you or support you, like that's a big part of our one-on-one coaching is helping figure out the nutrition side of things for each individual. So that's something that we can definitely help with. If you have just questions to you guys, I say this after every episode, but we are more than like happy to talk to you. So if you need to like send us a message or you have questions on things, like just let us know. Um, but yeah, that's definitely, I think we covered some really good tips. I, we were, we got off topic a lot because we are very passionate (laughs) about food. If you guys can't, (laughs) um, but yeah, Thank you so much for coming on this episode. Yeah, that was so I'm excited. I'm sure I'll be back. You will, for sure. I'm probably going to text you like next Tuesday and be like, hey, can you record on Wednesday? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you next week in the next episode. Bye, guys.